You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. We have some interesting stuff going on this week. The sun's entering Sagittarius, which is going to help us feel confident about what lies ahead. Jupiter is actually going direct the day after the sun goes into Sagittarius. As you know, Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius. So it's cool that this is kind of happening one after the other. And speaking of that, the day before the sun goes into Sagittarius, we have the new moon in Sagittarius. So there's a lot of Saggy energy. There's a lot of Jupiterian energy in the air and honestly we can use it because it brings in the sense of jovialness and even if we have a few hard alignments this week which we do at least there's a sense of optimism and that everything can work out at some point and looking at the vibes on the graph we definitely have an interesting mix it doesn't look like a lot of energy on the graph compared to the last couple of weeks where the graph was absolutely busy but through this week we have some low amounts of solitude we have a little bit on the 22nd we have a little bit on the 20 fourth and then we have a smidge of it on the 26th so this could be a week where you know we may feel social but we may feel as though you know we need a little space for ourselves there may be an underlining i just need a little bit of time and then i'll regroup and then i'll get back to everybody especially around the 24th that's when the solitude energy is higher it's not peaking out like it was the last bunch of weeks but it definitely is present in the energy around the 21st we have a ton of good luck energy we have some psychic energy we have some social energy and we have some romantic energy so the beginning of the week is going to have an optimistic tone i just have to say with that new moon in sagittarius which of course i will be making a separate podcast and video for that is a nice new moon that is a lovely new moon it has so much promise and it has more harmonious alignments than it does harsh alignments and i haven't had a moon like that in a while in terms of reading the new moons and the full moons and things like that so it's really nice to see so yeah again this week has a sense of luck to it it has some good vibes to it yeah some hard stuff but for the most part we'll be able to get through this let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect as a reminder don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow and if you'd like to support the work of this channel you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee there's a link in the description box below the 21st has a sweet tone to it because Mercury is making a conjunction with Venus, which will help us flirt like a pro. This is a very flirty energy. It's a fun energy. It is just going back and forth and having witty banter with someone, having flirty banter with someone in a way that's really stimulating. And even if you're not engaging in flirtation, this is a lovely alignment for just having some interesting conversations, having some sweet conversations, nice conversations, pleasant conversations with other people. It is definitely one of those alignments where you can have the most enjoyable conversations. And for that reason, you're just more engaged with whoever you're speaking with. This is also great for having a way with words. So if you're needing to present something on that day, you're gonna come across very charismatic in this energy or convey a message that everyone's receptive to. And this could also be about diffusing drama if there's been any drama. A lot of times with Mercury paired up with specific planets, it has a tendency to help us in terms of smoothing things over, especially if something was uncomfortable, something was awkward, something was a little bit nasty, or the conversation was just so unpleasant and you need to make a smooth recovery. And this type of energy is amazing for that, but also genuinely patching things up with other people. And it's always nice to find that kind of resolution, especially as we're going through a Mars retrograde. So soak this energy up. 
on the 23rd, the sun enters Sagittarius. Happy birthday, Sagittarians. It's your turn to bring in the celebratory vibes. We leave the complex approach of Scorpio for a more let our hair down approach. And as I was saying before, that's kind of needed. We need some easy energy and Sagittarius season reminds us why we need to have fun. It reminds us why we need to let our hair down. We obviously need all the signs and we obviously need all the lessons that come with the signs. As we transition from Scorpio and we go into Sagittarius, we get that light at the end of the tunnel. Scorpio is hard work. Scorpio is a dark night of the soul. It's transformation. It's looking at the hard shit that we generally don't like to face. It's having the courage to make Make the changes that we need. So in that energy, we look at how to change our turbulent circumstances, which is not easy. And so by the time we get to Sagittarius, we get that celebratory vibe. We get that light at the end of the tunnel. We get that go after life like there's no tomorrow sort of energy. And, and because we went through the complex times, this is why Sagittarius season is absolutely needed. We need that moment just to let our hair down and be loose and free. And we have a Sagittarius stellium. We are just coming off a new moon in Sagittarius. We have Jupiter going direct the next day. So this is fully putting us in Sag vibes. And this is going to give us the urge to expand. This is going to give us the urge to move beyond our restrictions. This is going to give us the encouragement to come up with grandiose shenanigans, go on adventures, explore, look at our travel options, which tends to happen a lot during Sag season. Sag season comes at the height of the holiday season. Here in the States, we celebrate Thanksgiving, which is a total Saggy holiday. But a lot of the time, people live away from home, and so they travel back to their families to see them during that time. Also, you have the big feasts that are going on during Thanksgiving, which is very Jupiterian. We have different opinions flying around the dinner table. Sometimes that's pleasant. Sometimes it's not so pleasant. Either way, it all ties into that Saggy energy. And what it does is it brings a generosity to the air. It brings in the need to share with others. It brings in the need to gather with others, socialize with others, really to just be open to connection. And because this is an open energy, it is going to be about being open-minded to other people, being open-minded to other walks of life, feeling more open to trying new things from different areas, different cultures, or something that might be exotic to you. It doesn't necessarily have to be from another culture or, you know, going overseas or from another country. But this energy does help us become more forward-thinking. Also, it's great for taking risks, too. And taking risks doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's not like you're going to be scaling a mountain or anything, but it could be just, you know, trying something new or putting yourself out there, whether it be romantically, whether it be job wise, whether it be other forms of getting into a program of sorts or education. Speaking of education, this is also one of those times where we seek that out. We could feel more knowledge hungry than normal, especially with all of that Sagittarius energy, Mercury being in Sagittarius, Venus being in Sagittarius, Jupiter coming out of retrograde, that new moon in Sagittarius. This could be a new start for you in terms of a learning fest, in terms of either going back to school or starting school. If it's not university, this could be something else. This could be another education program that you're entering in that's going to take you to the next level. So this helps us in that sort of way. This helps us look at our inner philosophies and what we need to work through, what we need to tweak, what our interests might be in terms of philosophical topics, or even noticing a change within our inner philosophy than it was previous. You could have went through a transformative moment that changed you in terms of your ideals. 
But either way, you're opening yourself up to all kinds of possibilities and what's in front of you. Of course, with any sign change, there is a lower vibration. With all the Sag energy, I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be enjoyable, but we do need to be aware of our responsibility levels. In Sag, we get so focused on having fun that we can't be bothered with the harsh details of something. We can't be bothered with anything that's too intricate and complex. And it's not to say that you won't be able to handle, you know, logical things or intellectual things but when it comes down to hard things we may turn the blind eye we may not want to look at serious problems we may want to deal with them later instead in favor of having fun because it's too hard to deal with so that could be a problem we have to worry about being a little bit reckless in this energy and with all this edge energy we have we definitely need to be aware of that because it is a shoot your shot energy which is excellent and awesome and we need that so that way we're putting ourselves out there but you just want to make sure you're not burning yourself out or doing anything that's careless because this can be a careless energy as a result. We also need to be aware of dogmatism in this energy. There could be a tendency to be sanctimonious. There could be a tendency to be preachy and there could be a tendency to be overly opinionated about your beliefs. That is the interesting dichotomy of Sagittarius is as open-minded as Sagittarius is and the energy itself, there can be issues when it comes down to someone else not aligning with our belief systems and philosophies. Other than that, let's enjoy this Sag energy. It is so much fun. Let's soak this up. The next day, Jupiter goes direct. Jupiter went into its pre-shadow phase on May 4th and then went retrograde on July 28th. So think about what was going on with you regarding Jupiterian themes around that point in time. Have your viewpoints, philosophies, and beliefs been changing in some sort of way? Has this been a period where you've worked on being more open-minded to things and open to change, open to the possibilities, open to expanding your horizons in some sort of way? Has this been a period where you've sought out the help of coaches or skilled individuals or gurus and those types? Because a lot of the times we look for that in Jupiterian energy. We look for those coaches. We look for those people that we can learn from because Jupiter is about being educated by others. Or have you yourself gone into education in some sort of way? Have you yourself gone into training other people or coaching other people as a result of this Jupiter retrograde? Or has this been a period where you found yourself going back to traditional school, going back to university or starting university, starting some sort of educational program? Has this been a period where you worked on carelessness or indulgences or entitlement? Because we deal with that with Jupiter's energy and in Jupiter retrogrades, we go back to work on where we might have had those issues. We go back to where we might have were being overly opinionated or entitled has came at a cost to us and so we're trying to rectify that situation has this been a period where you've been working through that or carelessness in any sort of way where you've been reckless and just not cared about taking care of business and you know being responsible taking responsibility for actions and things like that has this been a period where you've considered what you want to do with your life in terms of travel are you wanting to relocate are you wanting to get out of your city are you wanting to move somewhere further out this has simply been about travel plans overall. Like you're deciding that you're wanting to travel more. You're wanting to see the world. And then sometimes within Jupiter retrogrades, there can be delays around travel. So has this been a period where, you know, despite your best efforts, you're having issues in terms of getting around, in terms of travel plans always falling through or have been falling through lately. Out of all the retrogrades, Jupiter retrogrades are the easiest in comparison. You know, some of these topics, they come up and, you know, obviously when you're dealing with the more complex stuff, the harsher stuff, they don't necessarily feel easy, but Jupiter retrogrades are great for healing us and having us work on where we aren't fair and where we're not just in our lives. 
Also, if you were losing faith in yourself, this is one of those retrogrades that helps you restore faith back in who you are and your capabilities. Jupiter will leave its post-shadow on February 14th, 2023. So now that we're in the direct station, there should be more clarity and light shed on these issues. And as we start getting out of that post-shadow, you should have more clarity about what direction you're going into with these Jupiterian themes in your life. Over the next couple of days, we have some Mercury-Venus stuff going on. Mercury and Venus are closely traveling with one another, so one is making alignment while the other one is lagging behind, and then the next day it makes that alignment, so we have a theme like that going on. On the 24th, Mercury's going to make a sesquiquadrate with Pluto and also make a trine with Chiron. Venus will follow the next day with those alignments. But for right now, Mercury's making that sesquiquadrate with Pluto, and a lot of the time with this, it's a hard situation because communication-wise, you could be dealing with over-talkers, you could be dealing with people who are overly blunt, people who are overly opinionated, people who use harsh words, people who talk in a way to cut you to the core. So that can cause some disputes. That can make things very argumentative on that day. If you're celebrating the holidays, this could be one of those things that can bring a little bit of drama to the holiday table and such. Because we tend to deal with people who have polarizing opinions when it comes down to this energy. Hopefully the Chiron stuff really helps because this is one of those nice recoveries, smooth recovery sort of energy. In other words, Chiron is all about healing things in our lives that need to be cleared out. And this could be a moment to pump yourself up in a good way. This could be a moment to pump others up in a good way. This could also be clearing things up that were said the wrong way or misunderstandings with other people. This is good for getting other people to see where they might be going wrong with their words and guiding them how to go about it the right way. So this is a good opportunity to mend something that went wrong completely. This is also a good opportunity to mend your thoughts. If you've been having harsh inner dialogue, this could be a moment where you're having that cathartic release from those types of thoughts, from ruminating all the time, so that you're feeling grounded in your headspace and you're creating harmony in your thoughts. The next day, Venus will be making those same alignments. Venus is gonna make a semi-square with Pluto and Venus is also gonna try in Chiron. So with the semi-square going on with Pluto, this could be about unacceptable behavior in relationships. This could be about uncovering said behavior in relationships. In other words, this could be about discovering something that you were suspicious about and now you're seeing the truth about it and now it's confirming what you might've been thinking. This could be about confronting a situation that was underhanded by a partner or underhanded when it comes down to work. And speaking of work, speaking of money, this could also be situations where people are holding financial situations over your head, whether that be a job holding a promotion over your head or a family member that helps financially and they're throwing this in your face. And so it's feeling very power struggling as a result. But Venus will be in a trine with Chiron. So this could be about realizing your worth. And when you're realizing your worth, you're able to Say no to toxic people. You're able to walk around with dignity and respect for yourself. You know what's acceptable and what's unacceptable. So your tolerance for bullshit definitely goes down. And at the same time with this, it could be about that and saying no to the people that you need to set boundaries with. But this could also be about clearing up situations with healthy relationships in your life that deserve your attention, that deserve working through things, making things tranquil between you and that person. Because there are the relationships that we have in our lives where there might be some hiccups every now and then, but it doesn't mean that that relationship is bad for us. It just means that, you know, it's a relationship. All relationships of any kind, platonic, 
family-wise and romantic, they generally go through certain things. And I don't mean extreme things, but just disagreements, just bickering, just not agreeing on the same thing every now and then. And that happens. Or, you know, sometimes you just get a little irritated with someone and it's not because you have a problem with them. It's more or less just because it just, it is what it is. It's a human thing. And so this could be about, you know, patching something up if there was a misunderstanding in that sort of way. And by the time we get to the 27th, Mercury will be making a quincunx with Uranus. And this has a tendency to cause an unexpected turn of events. And that doesn't have to be extreme. It doesn't have to be crazy or chaotic or anything. However, it does put things in an unexpected box. An unexpected box could be unexpected communication. It could be things just not going as planned. We've had some Mercury-Uranus connections and those things do happen. Um, Venus will be next next week since they're following the same path and they're traveling very close to one another. And again, because it is a quincunx, it can reveal our blind spots. So some of this disruption that's going on, some of this unexpected turn of events could be as a result of us not planning well or being flaky and canceling plans on other people or even randomly deciding to text or DM someone that you normally don't talk to and things like that. So, and it, and, and with these quincunxes, they're blind spots. So a lot of times it reveals us where we might have not have had a lot of self-awareness about things and we're having to work through that. So energetically, things can feel off kilter from all of this. And we might have to balance ourselves out. We might have to ground ourselves. We might have to rein ourselves in and we might have to mend things with others as a result of this energy. So do the best you can when this energy hits for the most part this week. Again, not bad in terms of weeks. It's got its stuff. But other than that, let's enjoy this Sagittarius season and just let our hair down. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.